You're listening to The Training Dummies. With Rob and Daryl and James. And we've decided to run a marathon. Hello and welcome to episode 271 of the Training Dummies Marathon Edition, the podcast that 9 out of 10 doctors recommend to patients who are so indecisive they have to ask their doctors what podcast to listen to. Mm-hmm. My name is James, one of your three hosts for the next however long this particular episode will last, and I am here to remind you that success is for people who don't have the guts to live a life of failure and humiliation. With me on this journey as I stutter my way through the next hour of our turgid existence and my two bro hosts. First up, a man who needs no introduction, but I'll introduce him anyway. A man whose podcast critics across the world have unanimously described him as one of the guys that does the Training Dummies podcast. It's Daryl. <laughs> That's quite the intro you've got tonight, like right from the start. Man. Like, this is amazing. I'm, I'm like blown away. This is awesome. I've, I've done this enough times. I've had practice now. And of course, closing out our host trifecta, a man whose name will be on the lips of podcast historians for as long as podcast historians know how to swear. It's Rob. Oh, dang it. <laughs> That's the best you're ever going to get from me now, because apparently my running days are over. So, <sighs> about that. Yeah. Do we want to talk about this up front? Uh, I mean, you, you kind yeah. of dove right into it, right? Well, Might as well. Have. Yeah. Let the let the turkey out of the oven or cat out of the bag, whatever. Cat out of the bag yeah. or the so, um Yeah, so some some sad news. The TLDR is for people who, you know, want to stop the podcast after this because um, you know, I get about three minutes into my podcasts and then decide whether to listen or not, is that I'm no longer running the marathon with you guys, and I'm very sad about this. The longer version is that on my last long run, and I remember sending you guys a Marco Polo to yeah. this effect right after I'd finished. Um, on my last super long run, which I think was 20 miles or 19 miles, um, the last sort of 30 minutes, 40 minutes of that, I was in really some pretty hard pain in my right foot that was sort of manifesting at the on the top of my foot, like where um, where sort of the ankle joint like slopes into the top of your foot, and then also throughout my heel. And I've had pain there before and been able to stretch it out. Thought it was thought it was. Uh, cramp or something like I'd not done particularly well with my hydration and plus also I'd been running for about four hours um and so I was like you know rest it up hydrate get get back on track here then when I went out to do a relaxed run on Tuesday um within sort of eight steps or ten steps that pain was immediately back so I knew something was wrong um saw a doctor who then uh suggested I go see a um uh, a foot guy, like a running guy, walking guy, I forget what they're called now. Podiatrist. Um, a podiatrist, yeah. And then um, basically got diagnosed with plantar fasciitis in my right foot. So That's brutal, um, man. The, yep. Yeah, it's brutal. And, and the thing is, like, it's not one of those things that you can just sort of ignore advice and run through and, and recover from later. The more I run on it, even the more I walk on it, the worse it gets. So um, I have to give it some like really strict rest um, for about three to six months. Um, so you know this this was now a few days ago that I learned this, and um, I uh, have had time to emotionally process and mentally process. And um, you know I'm very sad that I will not be running 
this 26.2 miles. I'm, I'm angry that this happened so mm -hmm. late on in the training cycle, right? Like mm, we're less than right. a month away now. Yeah. Um, um, and I'm, you know, I'm just genuinely heartbroken that I won't get to cross that finish line with or near you guys. But I'm still coming to Minneapolis. You know, we, I still have the flight, still have the hotel. I made the commitment, and I'm still gonna, still gonna uphold of, as much of that as I can. So, I'm still gonna see you guys in what is it now? 28 days, uh, 25 days, 26 days even. Yeah. And then, um, you know, and then probably have a handful of crispy boys waiting at the uh, at the finish line for you. Ah, oh, there we go. Uh, that's the point where you say to yourself, like, couldn't this have happened? You know, the second or third weekend, like. So you don't yeah, have I mean, to uh, have gone. If this through, had happened a I year mean, ago, I would likely have had time to recover and and train without having this happen. But you know, plantar fasciitis also can be a recurring injury. Um, I've never had it before, uh -huh. and so this is new territory for me. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's usual, so I'm I'm right foot dominant, and it is typical when it occurs for it to occur on the dominant foot. So, oh really? Um, okay. You know, I just I got to hope that I can. I can recover and heal up and that it doesn't recur. But my intent right now is is to not do anything resembling running probably until uh, probably until late winter, early spring. That's right. kind of my intent too, but I, I'm not going to be able to, to do that. Um, I believe in these recent weeks, uh, I don't, I'm not sure, Daryl, if you have come to this conclusion but uh i am i'm questioning myself questioning some things here and i uh <laughs> and i feel like uh you know it's it's cool to be uh, an aspiring marathon runner and i am going to do it i am going to get this thing done but gosh man are these runs getting tough they're oh, getting yeah. uh you know it's uh it's pulling out like I don't know, grit or character or however you want to call it. It's uh, I'm having to dig deep for some of these, you know. I, nothing about it's easy. If it was easy, more people would do it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, they probably would, huh? Or or uh, it just wouldn't be as meaningful, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. I got thinking about this today, and and what do uh like people in sports do when they can no longer do the sport they get into coaching so i'm going to dub you our honorary coach now james for oh boy, this marathon a... even for the this last mm. for the last stretch. for the last 3 weeks you are i'm going to consider that's a, you my that's a scary responsibility i don't know if you know what you're getting into <laughs> man james. you've been doing it since we started our running career four and a half years ago mhm mm whether I feel like right, I feel like now to myself was being like Coach Beard from Ted Lasso. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm just gonna say things like a lot of miles, there long you running. Go. Uh -huh. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then and then, uh, and then go out and have some beers afterwards. <laughs> I so, like it. Rob, I know you sent me a you sent me a polo earlier that I, I did see, but you asked me a question on it that I did not get a chance to turn around and answer. Do you want and me I to? Yeah, that might make that might make for some good discussion right here. So, so ask me the question again. Okay, and I did. Uh, I did kind of. I think I had mentioned it to Daryl earlier. So just just so uh, we're kind of on the same page. But yeah, I'll refresh it here. Um, so you guys are familiar with, you know, I've there's been a lot of uh, sickness going around the house here, and just um, you know, life stuff that has really kind of 
kicked the uh, the the wheels out from underneath my training here, and I've been trying, but I there was like a good solid two weeks that I didn't get anything in, and so I'm like, all right, I got work to do, I got to catch up, blah blah blah, you know. And so this last Sunday, I just said, I know this is coming. I know I'm on the horizon of this. Uh, 20 miles is going to be one of the next landmark runs for the training. So I'm going to do it. And so this last Sunday, um, I went down and it was, you know, it was like 100 degrees outside. So I went down to the rec center and I just did it on the indoor track. Um, and that comes with some, with some funny, uh, you know, kind of situations I'll get into later but uh just the the quick version of this is I think next week is is also I haven't looked at it yet but I think next week is also supposed to be a 20 for me so having just come off the tail of this do I do a 20 again next week or do I start to taper or do I look at something else or what do you well you you said your plan had you doing 20 again next week I think so it didn't yeah. have 20 this week. It had 12. I would. And I was just not there yet because, um, right. you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, it, it's, it's too early to start tapering. You're, you're, still, you're still a month out. So okay. that taper, you want to be two to three weeks max. Okay. Um, if I was in your shoes, I would probably go do the 20. Mm -hmm. um, it's still going to be beneficial. It's still going to be um, something akin to pushing your... Um, your ability for time on feet a little further, the, and you will likely need that when we get to Minnesota. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I think that that's probably the smarter thing to do, um, and then consider yourself back on track and, and follow your taper weeks from there. Um, What's the taper Sunday? Weeks to be things like sort of like sixteen miles, then twelve miles, or something like that would be a yep. typical like taper. The uh, September eleventh, I'm looking at it right now, has got me down for twenty. So okay. it sounds like it sounds like that's what I need to do. And the following week is fourteen. And then the following week looks like eight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then uh yeah, and then, and then we're and there. Then the yep, and then the big day. Yeah, that that sounds about right. That's the answer I in my head I knew that was the answer. And I knew that's you know, that's that was probably you know, quote unquote the right thing. Um I was really hoping for something else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. I mean, look, you're you're both almost there, and um, you think about how long this training has been going on for, how long we've been doing this podcast for. Um, you know, a year and a half ago, we first started talking about it, and we hadn't even figured out what race. Yeah, like that. So like, yeah, know, we kind of verbally, verbally down to the last twenty six, twenty seven days here. Um, you know, now, now is certainly the time to dig deep and, and push on through. Uh, you're right. Uh, and I know that, and I know, uh, in the, in the long run, it's going to be the best for me. And, um, I can, I, I don't know who I told this to earlier or if I just thought it and didn't tell you guys, but I think, um, I think that my, cause I was using my watch to track my run on Sunday. And I honestly think that it was being generous because the signal in there is awful and oh yeah um and and when i go back and look at the numbers right now they don't add up for me you know mm. but in the moment i was just like yeah you know kind of just had that let's, let's go you know just kind of crushed everything kind of uh vibe going on um while you were air drumming yeah so <laughs> that um 
So, let's talk about that part. Okay, so I don't know if you guys are on that at all, but like I shifted gears completely at one point. I was a probably probably about an hour and a half, maybe two hours in, and shifted gears, and I was like, you know what? I want some music, but I don't. I'm not gonna put on the. I'm not gonna put on our marathon playlist because I want that to be. Oh, for me, I kind of want it to be fresh and surprising, and you know, to a point. Um. And we we all know what's on there, but like to just put throw you know, hit play and uh, and put it on shuffle or whatever, then I'm gonna have no idea what's coming. So I started putting on some music that I really was looking looking forward to, just stuff that man, it just hit that hit that perfect niche for me. It was all nostalgic, you know, '90s pop punk and metal and you know 2000 stuff you know just that that warp tour era you know it just took me back and next thing i know dude i am i'm practically putting on a full-blown performance there in the rec center <laughs> awesome. like just jamming right i am hitting mm. those corners i am like you know people down there playing volleyball i was probably distracting them and stuff because i was like dude i was going off and it was fun Probably the funnest I had ever had doing a run. I was like, just straight up, just like, just told myself, I don't care. It doesn't matter. I don't, it doesn't matter what anybody thinks. Nothing, like none of this matters. I am just having fun. And in the moment, you don't really think about it, but uh, the angles and the stretches and the tension and the way that you move when you're running should be very um, intentional and trained and practiced and rehearsed, you know? Yeah. And I blew all that out of the water by my stu <laughs> stupid ass freaking going off. And it wasn't, you know, normally for me, it is, what's it like a day later, sometimes even like the, the you know, the next day after that, it hits me where I'm like, oh my God, I totally destroyed. I can't believe that. That was such a hard run. It, by the time I got home from this run, my body was like, what in the hot freaking hell did you do to me? <laughs> and uh, and now uh, that was on Sunday and yesterday and now today. I am uh, still very much in that boat of my body. Mm -hmm. Distinctly asking me why in the world did I think that was a good idea? Well, and, uh, my first response, Rob, <laughs> is, you know, air drumming is not cross training. Oh, it uh, is, though. It is. <laughs> uh, I, and I will fight that one because, uh, dude, I have I have cross-trained and moved and worked muscles that I, I have not thought about in in an exceedingly long time. <laughs> well, okay, let me rephrase. It's not effective cross-training. Uh, there you go. <laughs> it's um, not traditional. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think that I mean, there's something that you that you did say though, which I think is an important part of the experience is that you you had this. Um, you know, we all know that running for so long gets really boring after a while, oh, and yeah. so like having that external stimuli of like the music and the songs that were just taking your mind to a different place, and you got into it and you were jamming out. Um, that's a good thing, right? Because that that tells you that you can disassociate yourself from the autopilot of running for four, five, six hours. Yeah, um, and and mm -hmm. just hitting that numb switch and just yeah. going and hoping that you that you make it without hurting yourself. <laughs> yeah, um, 
And so then the balance becomes like, how do you get yourself there and also maintain focus on what you need to focus on? Because you also don't, you know, you don't want to have sloppy form. You don't want to find yourself like pulling a hamstring because you're suddenly hitting some air symbols, right? <laughs> um, or, or, you know, shredding a, an air solo. And so, you know, I think that that, but that's just a matter of willpower. That's just a matter of being like, okay, like I can be into this and I can be really jamming out and I can be really enjoying the music. My hands need to stay down by my side on the train tracks and mm -hmm. just, you know, keep putting one foot in front of the other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess the uh, the performance piece of that needs to be mental rather than mm -hmm. rather than uh, full blown interpretive dance and uh, this <laughs> immersive experience. Uh, amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I regret Darryl, it. How, how's your I running going? How have your distances been? Well, I had that race on. What was that August twenty fifth, the twelve K. Um and that that went really well. Um I PR'd it by almost six minutes that race. Nice. Uh, so that that felt really good. Um and then three days later I did my, my long run. Uh, I think it was supposed to be like twenty eight and a half. I ended up doing twenty nine. My goal was thirty, but at at kilometer twenty nine I started to get a pain in my back that was very reminiscent of the one that caused me mm, back spasms. Had you laid out for yeah, a few days. Yeah. And I missed work the next day so much so that it, it hurt so bad. So I made the decision to stop. You've hit what your training plan said of 28 and a half. So I just stopped. I'm like, I don't need to push this last kilometer and risk missing work again or, or anything, injuring myself further because my back hurts, right? So... So I got that long run in. I got it done. Um, it was kind of funny, though, when I was done, because I parked at the... I went to town and just ran on the trails there, and I parked at the rec center there. And when I was leaving, like, I left before them, but there was a couple people who had just got there on with their bikes. And they were unloading their bikes and putting their riding gear on or whatever else, and I left before them. And as I got back, they were already there after, like, a four-hour run. They were there. And, and one of the guys pointed out me out to the other ones and I could, you know, almost hear them like, man, that guy just, he was running for longer than we were riding our bikes. And then they were like, Hey man, nice run. I'm like, Oh, thanks. So that was actually, that felt yeah. really good to hear that kind of stuff. Like they, they recognized me that I had left before them and was coming back after them and, and I left running and yeah. So that was, that was, that was really good. Um, this past weekend I did 20, and a half kilometers on the trails, which is really a, a half marathon. And it's, I was mentioning this to Rob, I think even earlier today, but it's still kind of mind blowing that, that a half marathon just is now, right? It's, it's what we do now for training. That's our short run. We have our long run and then our short run is <laughs> I know. a half marathon. That's why I, what I was yeah. asking earlier, I'm thinking like, if I could, if I could just do thirteen instead of twenty, that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's wild, but but like I did, so I we did twelve k with the I did twelve k with the the running group, and then they all left, and I went and did another eight myself, and my legs didn't feel tired all afternoon. I didn't get sore the next day. Like it's just crazy. Like we're mm. this process, we're getting conditioned to do this stuff. 
So it's just, yeah, it's just kind of wild. We're like, that's we're like telling opposite stories here. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I've had some positives the last couple of weeks, but oh no, I don't. I don't regret it. I mean, better now than <laughs> well, than yeah, for sure. You know, than on race day, and I'm like, oh, this is great. Check, you know, I'm like, kill myself. You know, so, but, yeah. Um, I'm glad I bought a new pair of shoes though, because like I did even I used my old ones. For my run tonight, like they're the exact same model, but I could tell they're not as cushiony anymore. Like there's not as much support in them anymore, like uh-huh. as compared to the ones I bought like four weeks ago. So I can, I can tell the difference between my shoes even. So I'm glad I went and got a new pair before the half or for the full rather. So, and then, yeah, this weekend I have a half marathon to run, like a legitimate race. I think I mentioned it before that I was thinking about signing up. So I did sign up for it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm going to run that, pause my watch, my tracking, go to my car, switch out the water bladder and my pack, probably change my shirt and go out and run another, you know, 12 or 13 kilometers. And that's my long run. So for this weekend and then, yeah, taper starts. So we're getting there. We are getting there. And I will probably do my long run down at the rec center again. I'm guessing, I don't know, the weather here is starting to turn. Earn, but that's kind of also you know it doesn't it's kind of texas so it doesn't really yeah it's still gonna, it's still gonna be in mid 90s on you know <laughs> so, i don't know yep. i don't i don't even think i could get up early enough to to beat the heat to be honest so <laughs> so all these physical distances in mind where are we mentally and emotionally now we're sort of this close to the the pinnacle of the journey how are we feeling go ahead daryl um I'm feeling confident, I think, that I can, well, that I can complete it for sure. Like, I definitely feel confident that I can complete it. Um, I, I know a, a month or so ago, I was having real concerns about my knees. Um, but since I stopped running on roads and highways that have a slanted um, side with uh, my left foot always being lower than my right, I haven't had the knee issues anymore. That's why I went into town to do my long run on flat trails that are paved um, instead of a highway, right, where I've been doing most of my training. And, and yeah, my knees haven't been bothering me. So that was that was a major concern like a month ago about, like, are my knees even going to hold up for this? So I'm glad I realized what the, or figured out what the problem could be. And it looks like that was the issue and I've corrected it now. So, so I'm feeling really good about that. Um, it's still going to be rough. I know it is. Um, just because like when I hit the, you know, 29 kilometers, my back was starting to get sore a bit, but, but even still my, my legs were like, you don't really want to do anymore. Do you like, like it was going to be, if I was to push that extra kilometer for 30, like I was planning, whatever that was two weeks ago, it was probably going to be like half walk, half run for that last kilometer because like I had hit my breaking, I had hit my point at that point you know, to where I could keep running. So, um, you know, this next month is hopefully going to get me where I need to be. Um, but yeah, I'm still feeling good about it, the way my last few runs have gone. But I know it's going to be a struggle to get it done. Like, it's not going to be easy, mm. but I'm confident that I can do it. How about you, Rob? I am nowhere near as confident as Daryl. <laughs> um, but I think the bottom line for me is that I'm going to do it. And... I don't know what that looks like. I think my uh, my hope is just that I can get through it without 
I mean, I know it's going to suck and I know that the, you know, the next, the following, you know, the recovery is going to, you're just going to be sore and blah, blah, blah. Um, but I'm not really worried about that. I feel like I'm kind of like this last half marathon I ran. I just kind of came to terms with it, if that makes sense. You know, I hit a point where I was like, okay, you know, my journey is different than everyone else's and this is what it is. And, and, uh, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. So I'm trying not to focus on the, on the frustrating pieces. Cause that's, you just fall down that rabbit hole and, and nothing good comes out. But mm. I feel like I'm, I don't know why you probably have a fairly good gauge you know, you know us pretty well, and you know, based on some of the, besides the polos that I sent on Sunday, where, <laughs> where I was just like, "F this, man, no." <laughs> um, besides that, I mean, would you say that you've what kind of vibe Daryl and I are giving off? Or, I mean, I think I think everyone's a little bit different when you get to this kind of stage of a a long haul of marathon training and it is it's a slog and it's hard and it's tough and it's physically exhausting and it's mentally exhausting and all of these things right mm-hmm. um and so i think all the things that i've heard from both of you like tonight and also in like the preceding days and weeks via our marco polo uh group chat is that um you know they're all things that i've certainly felt and thought in prior uh in prior marathon training cycles so i think it's pretty normal mm-hmm. um i do remember my very first one feeling a little bit underprepared but having an amazing race my second one i felt prepared and was therefore overconfident and had a terrible race um the third one was more akin to okay i followed the training program and i'm trusting it and i don't know if i'm ready or not Mm-hmm. but I believe mm-hmm. I can go and do it. Um, and that's how it stayed through my fourth and my fifth as well. So I think, you know, I've, I've had several ups and downs during this, uh, during this training cycle until this injury has taken me out. Like I remember early on thinking, okay, yeah, like I, I can get my mileage up here feeling good. Um, you know, then I went on vacation and it was very, you know, while I got mileage in, it was very disjointed and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and then injuries and, um, you know, so I, you know, I just know that, that at this stage of a marathon training program, like not only is it, like I said, physically exhausting, it does things to your, your mental wellness and your emotional wellness, and also to the amount of time that you have for other things, like time with your family and time with hobbies and things like that. Like it is exhausting. The long training run at the weekend takes a whole quarter of the weekend away. You know, it's like, <laughs> oh, gosh, I know basically a whole half day of running. <laughs> yeah. Well, does. and then, then like, uh, like I was saying, everybody here at my house has been very sick. Like this, uh, you know, I woke up Saturday morning and my wife was like, dude, I, we, we need, I need to take our daughter to, uh, to, uh, urgent care because she's just struggling to breathe right now so i mean it's just been one thing after another after another after another and then on sunday my wife who's still not a hundred percent turns around and says you need to get your run in don't worry about how long it takes just go you know and i went and did my stuff so it's like you know the support system is definitely here um and i try not to 
I try not to squander that, but it's really hard when I feel like I, hey, I should be, <laughs> I should be helping out. I should be, you know, taking care of picking up the kitchen and, and, you know, handling, handling the kids and, you know, whatever it is. Right. But like, I don't know, man, there's just so much, it's more, I think at this point in my life, it's more than just, I'm going to run a marathon. You know, it's just, it's everything. It's mm-hmm. work, it's kids, it's life, it's, it's sickness, it's, you know, unexpected stuff. It's, oh no, now we have these bills and now we have this. And, you know, so there's just so many things that are like adding like more and more layers of, uh, I don't know, I don't want to say stress, but there's, there's definitely like a complexity there that I think like I haven't felt before. Um, I think I was telling my wife the other day that I that I I was feeling a little bit guilty about what I'm trying to do and what's going on and and like mm. it's a it's like this first world problem guilt of like I'm being selfish because I'm trying to do this stuff for me right now and I look around the house and it's like an infirmary you know like it's yeah. just it it, it mm-hmm. kind of it's weird it's it's a weird thing that's that's been weighing on me this this last you know month or so Mm. yeah i mean it's hard and you it requires a lot of those around you as well to like be understanding and be supportive and be encouraging and understand that like after after you've been out running for so long you don't necessarily want to come back and you know go walking into town gosh i know (laughs) i walk in and my son has been waiting hours on me to get home because he wants to play fall guys or pokemon or whatever you know and i'm like Yeah. Bro, I just want to take a shower and not exist for a little while, you know. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's it's a lot, but you know, it's it's not more than I can handle. You know, I'm just like, I think for me, like the being able to just throw this out there and have have these moments where I'm just being honest with myself and and the process. I think make sure that that I'm not you know missing the mark. I guess I don't mm-hmm. I don't even know the right way to put it, but. Yeah, when I when I stop and just kind of, you know, process, break it down, what's going on, okay. Like to be able to say out loud like I'm feel I'm feeling weird, I'm kind of feeling like crap and I kind of have this guilt for where I'm at. Like, okay, let me get that out onto the table and then I can, you know, whether it's you guys or or my wife or whoever and I just and and it's like, no, that's not the truth. You know, that's just that's just the, you know, it's your mind or, you know, whatever messing with you a little bit yeah mm-hmm. so it's like it's it, it's it's a psychological journey for sure man <laughs> oh yeah you know or mental whatever however we want to break it down you know there's a, there's a lot to it man there's a lot of moving parts sure is yeah um I'm but i think to answer you. your question i i'm i'm excited still uh, i'm i am looking forward to it i do think it's going to be incredibly rough i feel underprepared and that's just the way it is right now and uh and i'm and i can't do anything about that so it's like the whole coming to terms with it i'm fine and i'm gonna do my best and you know i knew the answer to the question i asked even though loki was hoping for a different (laughs) answer uh but i but i will i will go and do you know one more proper run following the, the plan before um before the tapering begins, you know, like, mm-hmm. I get it. I got it. I'll do it. Um, the supportive elements of this hydration and nutrition. How are we doing on those? As I take a sip from my, 
third Coors Light of the evening. <laughs> you, you. Um, I am crushing the hydration. Great. I, I am absolutely crushing it. I am. I have had water and basically only water and plenty of water for a long time now. I think I had a diet soda the other day, and I haven't even had that in a long time. Um, I have. I don't know. I don't have any problem with water. Like that's been, I'm going to drink some right now. Um, that hasn't been a problem. That's the nutrition has definitely been way, way better, but you know, the last couple of weeks, everybody gets sick and all of a sudden, uh, what's for dinner? I don't know. We don't even have anything. Can you just stop on your way home and grab something? You know, like, yeah, like mm-hmm. we've gotten away from that a lot, but the last, you know, with just, uh, you know, my wife had a, surgery about a month ago and then and you know just kind of the the way things lined up then she got sick then both the kids got sick then i got sick and now it's back you know her she's sick again and mm-hmm. and you know it's like making these rounds and then next thing you know oh i'll just grab you know some crap fast food on the way home so there's been a little bit of that that like i hadn't been doing but i'm trying to watch portions i'm trying to do better you know yeah i don't want to carry around Two one-pound balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! How about you, Daryl? Yeah, the the hydration's going all right. I'm di- I'm drinking more than I was for sure. I, I've only I'm drinking only one coffee at work now, and I am finishing my water bottle at work, which is the biggest thing that I wasn't doing before. So I'm getting that. My hydration's definitely getting better. Not a, not where I need to be. But I'll get there, you know, in the next week here to be ready for the marathon. Um, yeah, nutrition, it's been getting better, but yeah, it's not where it needs to be. Like, I still haven't dropped anything. I had a little bit, but then, you know, jump on the scale this morning and everything's right back where it was. So it's like, mm-hmm. what do you even do? I know my wife's I, like, it feels not- like, yeah, it feels like one screw up, like, undoes <clears throat> weeks of of like watching <laughs> watching yourself and doing things right you know i mean it feels it, like it can very it can, easy to remember undo. like remember as you hydrate you carry water weight with you right so like yeah it's not yeah there's it's, that it's less about that number more about how you feel um but also like yes like one extremely salty processed meal <laughs> can dehydrate you to a point where yeah it's gonna it'll take you a few days maybe even a week to recover from that mm-hmm. um What's interesting now, so I'm curious to hear what you have been eating the the night before your long run in the last couple of weeks and how you've been fueling up for that. So the two weeks ago, I didn't have one, but this most recent one I had, um, it was just a little bit of pasta with some seasoning on it. I didn't even do like marinara or... Um, or you know like a bread or anything it was just some pasta with some seasoning like some salt pepper and just a little bit of just a touch of butter just just for the flavor but uh that was that was like the main thing i had the other night the this last week before the run and then of course like i said i had to i had to handle dinner on the way home and that turned into you know going through a drive-through um what about during your run you have you got goose have you got chews um i do yeah. i do and here's here's what's kind of annoying um i have a few different brands that i've been like i haven't quite been able to just say here here's my brand here's what i'm doing you know 
um, partially because sometimes my wife knows that I need them and she'll order them with the grocery order and they'll just, you know, she'll order one thing and then they'll grab whatever, you know, they substitute no. stuff or whatever. Yeah. But the thing is, is I haven't, I've been using all those and I haven't had any problems with them. And in fact, I've found a couple that I really liked. Um, there's one that's like, I found it's a packet. It's kind of a, it's kind of a goo, but it's a little less, uh, thick. So it doesn't give you that really sweet, like stuck to your tongue kind of thing. Um, it's called like, it's like frog something. It's something to like, it was developed. It says it was developed by Navy SEALs, but it was like frog fuel or something like that. But, um, I tried that and I was like, dang, man, this stuff's all right. So this last run, um, Sunday, the long run, that's, that's mainly what I did. And then I just had, um, like a couple of big water bottles without anything in them. Mm -hmm. Uh, so there wasn't any, uh, wasn't any noon or any sort of, uh, you know, supplements or, or, or anything like that. But, but I have been taking, uh, vitamins and, and, you know, trying to shore up that end of it as I, you know certainly time to to dial in your choice for race day right like as you said you're you've been trying a few different things and maybe a few different things is what you take with you on race day but i think it sounds like it's getting to that point where like decisions need to be made yeah yeah Yeah. i definitely understand that you know i don't i don't want to be uh i don't want to be trying anything new on on race day that is for absolute sure yeah and i know you daryl yeah i know which i'm gonna like i'm gonna go with the goo the lemon flavor um, I'm out right now, but we're planning to go to town on Saturday. So I'm going to stock up enough for my long run on Sunday and for my, the marathon. Like I'm just going to get it all now because there's none in like, like Spruce Grove, Sony Plain. Those are the two towns that I'm closest to and where, where I frequent the most, but there's no store in either of those towns that sells it. So it's like, mm-hmm. we're going to Costco, you know, the larger center and, They've got there, so that's where I'll be getting this weekend. I'll be stocking up for yeah the the twenty miles on this Sunday, and then for the marathon. Mm. Um, I've been using some other stuff like some some chews. I've been using here and there, and then there's another brand of like what is it called? Honey Stinger. It's like honey. Oh yeah, based. yeah. Those um, are those are those are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've been using that yeah. off and on a bit too as I run out, or like the Cliff Chews. Oh, the Cliff Blocks are yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, like I think those. I like the the goo gels the best because they they're quick, like they're easy to get down. Um, I think I mentioned this even the last one, like the cliff gels. I don't like at all. Yeah. That's what I did for like my first half marathon or, or even that whole first year. It's because they're more of a paste than a gel, right? Mm. And where the goo, like you can just get it down really quick, take some water, and you're done. Where but the cliff ones, it's like you're like. You know, trying to get it down, right. and then you, you need the water to be able to get it down your throat. Well, like maybe that's just... maybe that's by design, right? Yeah, so maybe. So but... you have to drink some water. Yeah. Either way, it's not. I don't like them. So, so yeah, I'll be picking up a whole bunch of the 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 goo lemon this weekend, and then just stocking up right now, so so I've got them. Um, nice. Nutrition wise, yeah. Like, what have I been eating um, for my long runs? I can't even remember. But I, I haven't been like mindful about it, like like seriously mindful. Um, maybe you know just what we're having for supper that night, but I can't even remember. But then you know when you talk about like the big meals, I know yesterday was the end of a 
two-week process of a brisket where I cured it for 10 days and then smoked it all morning and then steamed it for the afternoon and we ate that yesterday and god I was so full but it was so good like I'm still doing that right that kind of stuff anyway I won't be having any more of those until after the marathon nice. but it was so worth it <laughs> I'm still making sandwiches well, out of it today and tomorrow <laughs> so it was so good I um I must admit that I am looking forward to the the pre-race pre-evening meal mm-hmm. with you both yeah uh, we will find some good italian food and carb load a little bit and even though i'm not running i'm going to carb load right alongside you mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely <laughs> i mean nice. you've come this far right yeah i'll, I'm have, looking a, I'll forward have an to that extra meal too. i'll have an extra cannoli on your behalf <laughs> yeah the doctor told you not to run but he did not tell you that Stop you eating. to yeah. abandon any of your awesome um <laughs> And then my last question that I was thinking about today, which will segue nicely into our playlist section, but what have you guys been doing for entertainment during your run? What have you been listening to? Uh, I mean, obviously something worthy of air drumming and air guitar. Uh, dude, yeah. There. I mean, like well, I said, I could get into... It was just a very nostalgic kind of, you know, back in the day, heavy, fun, energetic. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But typically, uh, you know, depending on what I'm doing, because we talked about this early on in training, um, you know, the some of the challenges of training in Texas during the summer, I, I have gone the treadmill route quite a bit. And in that case, uh, you know, I'm watching Netflix or whatever, got my... Uh, my son loves to come in with me while I'm, while I'm doing it, and he wants to sit there and he... About every you know five to ten minutes, he will just he will start hooting and hollering and cheering me on. So like it's a neat like process to have him along for the ride, especially since I ran uh, his first 5K with him at the beginning of the summer. So now he's watching this process evolve and you know just kind of what it looks like to to meaningfully is that is that the right word to really follow up and. Uh, and see how that goes but yeah it's a it's a range of podcasts to uh you know watching something um, but yeah i've discovered a couple podcasts that i had not heard before and like it's pretty awesome nice i've just got my running playlist like it's it's a playlist that i've evolved personally over over time that if i really enjoy a song like i'll be adding it and there's been some some current stuff, but a lot of, it's a lot of older stuff or stuff that I used to listen to a long time ago. I'm like, oh, I haven't heard that in forever. I love that song. So then I'll throw it on there. And, and it's, it's all songs that I can listen to over and over and over and never get sick of. And I think out of this past like year and a half, there's only one song I've taken off of there because I'm like, ah, oh, I just, every time it's on, I'm like, oh, I should fast forward past this one. But every other song and the playlist is over eight and a half hours long. Man. So. That's no joke. Yeah, so it's every... Well, every, if I just hear a song, I'm like, oh, yeah, I really like that song. Or, oh, yeah, I remember I remember that song. Man, I love that song. And then I'll throw it on there, right? So it's just... And I'm I'm adding stuff all the time if I hear... Sorry, you guys mentioned a song, like um, the Alanis Morissette song that you put on there. That was my favorite Alanis Morissette song from, you know, way back in the early 2000s. And I forgot all about that song, but James, you mentioned it. It's like, oh. Dude, I put it on my personal playlist that same night. I'm you know? trying to remember which which one it was. Uh, is it the uh, one hand what in I my really pocket? No. In my pocket? Oh, no. Uh, what I really want, is that what the name is? Something like that. 
Anyway, I'm, I'm scrolling. Oh yeah, all I really want. Yeah, right. there yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah, like so stuff like that. Like it's just it's constantly evolving, and, and I'm constantly adding stuff. So so I fire it up, I just hit shuffle, and away I go. And it's like almost every run, I just hit shuffle. But it's mm-hmm. it's you know it's getting close to nine hours. It's over eight and a half, close to nine hours long. So it's I don't hear the same Get song, off. you know, often. You know, on repeat as well, yeah. you know, I do my long runs, but then during the week, my shorter runs definitely don't take that long. So, yeah, it, that's that's what I listen to. It's you, always... uh, you remember when a while back you were like, oh, no, I just put my phone in my vest and yeah, the speaker points up, blah, blah, blah. But then I saw you shared a post the other day that uh, it was like what people want to what songs people want to hear on the trail <laughs> from your from your Bluetooth speaker, <laughs> no, I thought it was, that was a hilarious. playlist. <laughs> so it's a Spotify playlist, and, and yeah, it was called something like that. What 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 songs people want to hear when they're uh, trail running? <laughs> and it's all you scroll down, it's like there's nothing here or something like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Uh, that was funny. Like, I uh, thought that was great nobody, because I know how nobody I... wants to hear any of your stuff. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, then speaking of what we're listening to, is it time for us to talk about our additions to the uh, to the playlist? Uh, I believe so. Sure, I think so. So, so before we jump into this, we were fishing it this weekend. My wife and son and um put some music on so i put on our marathon playlist uh just play it and we made a game of it my wife would sit there and guess who put the song on the playlist and it was actually oh that's funny yeah we were really actually both enjoying this game like it was it was pretty good like she went 12 for 12 at the start Uh and then she ended up 14 to 15 and then we stopped keeping track after that but she was at least 90 percent right like for, cause then we, you know, once we were done, you know, even that night before we went to bed, I just fast forward through the song. She'd guess that she'd guess who it was. And then, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then I, you know, bumped to the next one and she was probably 90% right on like the whole playlist. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. hilarious. Yeah, that's so yeah. Awesome. Anyway, <laughs> just a little tidbit. We both, we both actually had a lot of fun with that this weekend. Nice. So who wants to go first? Uh, James, you are the host this evening. Oh. So. Why don't you I'll kick happily, it off? I'll happily go first then. Um, you know, I have a, a strong penchant for music from the 90s and um, was reading some 90s, biogra- 90s music biography recently to discover that this band that I'm about to mention were actually playing just three miles away from me here in Orange County that night. I tried to get tickets, but sadly they were sold out which then I found it remarkable that this band is still selling out venues that are, you know, holding five to 600 people um, based on music that is now 30 years old. (laughs) And and Daryl, I know for sure you will appreciate this because they are your country folk, your fellow country folk. Um, But it's, it's a song by crash test dummies. Nice. But but it's probably not the song that you're thinking of because when a lot of people say crash system is people think think of that Superman mm, song, right? Like that one. No, 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 not their best song. I think their best song is afternoons and coffee spoons. Nice. And that is the song that I'm adding into the play. So man, I had tickets to go see them in Regina where I was living at the time. Yeah. Anyway, I had tickets to go see them. (laughs) They canceled their show to be on Letterman and never well, came back to Regina. And I was pissed. 
That is a shame. I know. So I never did get to see them live, but I had the tickets. Like I had it. Mm. I was like, man, I'm ready to go. I was excited. I think I have two of their cassettes. Yes, cassettes. Yes. This is a great pick, man. I love it. So, uh, yeah, cof- uh, Afternoons and Coffee Spoons. With T.S. Eliot. And T.S. Eliot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. How about you then, Daryl? Um, so this is a cover tune, and I'm sure both of you guys know the cover band. If, if anyone knows who this is, it'd be you two. But Postmodern Jukebox. Oh, yeah. I know these dudes. They do so- like... Yeah, they do like, yeah. more, like swing jazz covers, right? Yeah. So do they do the ones with the sad clown singing all the that does all the he, he does their lead singer stuff sometimes he dresses up like a clown or is that uh, a no one? no I think it's a different oh, one but yeah they they up, but no it ain't that <laughs> yeah they they take songs and make them swing big bad swing so anyway they did a cover of Macklemore's Thrift Shop and oh it is freaking fantastic. I love it so much. So that is what I'm putting on here right now. It's Thrift Shop. Okay. Cover by Postmodern Jukebox. Okay. Well, we're going to go from uh, from one cover directly into another cover. And sticking in that vein of bands that kind of broke out in the 90s and just exploded onto the scene, I think I may have put another one of their songs on here already. Um but I don't want to put the original. I want to put this cover. So uh, a lot of their albums are just called whatever color the album is. If you guys are familiar with this band. Uh, oh, it's going to be a Weezer song, isn't it? Yeah, it is going to be yeah. a Weezer song. So recently they put out a oh. uh, their Teal album, which is all covers outstanding album yeah. yeah so i'm gonna go with no scrubs often. i was gonna say oh, no scrubs nice. yeah i mean africa album. would have been uh yeah but if you're gonna go africa you gotta go you have to put on toto's africa yeah so <laughs> um and honestly weezer's versions of these songs aren't that they don't really change it that much from the original right um, you know, they're kind of just, they take the original song and they play it. They don't, yeah. they're, they're, they're not playing like a different version, but, yeah. uh, yeah, but the, the Weezer version of No Scrubs is really good and, uh, and it has a really good tempo to it. And I think it'll, uh, it'll fit this quite nicely. Nice. Superb. Um, all right. Song number two for me, track number two for me, you know, as I scroll through the, the current, uh, current number of songs that up to today was 69 tracks by the way you know that's a very nice number of songs um but there is a distinct lack of gangster slash pseudo gangster rap um and so i thought you know we we need something there so i'm gonna go with jay-z's uh hard knock life i think that's a that's a worthy track for this playlist that is a bop, so I think it'll work out pretty good. It is a bop, yeah. Yeah. Right. Number two. So I've been struggling with this last because this is essentially my last pick because next week's I've had next week's two songs picked for a long time. I'm like, I know what my last two want to be. Oh. So okay. so this last song I've been struggling. I've had like six or seven that I've been going through. I'm like, do I want this one? That one? I couldn't. So I'm just gonna go with. I finally decided, Sledgehammer, Peter Gabriel. Okay. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. okay. So. Okay. That's a bang of a song. So 
that is on my personal running playlist. <laughs> but yes, I really like that song. So yeah, I know there's there were so many. I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do. So yeah, I've been like even today. I was like, I listened to all of them. I'm like oh, I don't know, I don't know. Okay, we'll go with we'll go with Sledgehammer. Hmm. All right, and Rob to close us out. All right, I am. I have two. I have two in my head right now, and one of them is an absolute meme (laughs) but it's but it's like uncanny like how catchy and and kind of good it is i don't know if i go with that or this other or another like just kind of obvious one you know i don't know so i don't know would you would you guys have an opinion i don't know what the options are so i can't (laughs) have an opinion the the meme joke or or the other uh, rock song. Go go with the meme joke. Sure. Okay. Um, the other uh, the other song, like we may we may have to, I may have to suggest it next time, and uh, and we'll have to adjust where we put it in the playlist accordingly. But this one <laughs> is going to be the it's corn song. Oh my god! Really? Because oh, it is so <laughs> freaking good. <laughs> oh my god! Unbelievable. We're gonna have to have a word. Oh yeah, my god. Uh, yep, yeah, we certainly can. Wow. Because <laughs> you know what? I you, didn't even have a response to that. I didn't even have You guys uh list. you guys it's uh it's the Gregory brothers, I think. If you can you can Story look it up in. on it's well it's the guy who did all the auto tune the news and like all yeah. the uh yep. The double rainbows and the <sighs> So he's he's extremely talented. Um and there's no getting around it, man. That song's a banger. Well, All right. I hope we'll be able to find it on That's true. our favorite. Oh, I've already found my son. List. My my son already found it on <laughs> Apple Music, and oh, is, like <laughs> he loves to loves to send it and send the oh, lyrics out. And, um, but here's the thing, though. Then you guys will have to remember this for next time. We didn't. Uh, we didn't come up with any rules regarding no we didn't uh v- vetoes <laughs> or anything like that and true. and we didn't uh agree on any sort of skips or anything like that so no no it's you good. guys it's all you good. have to everybody has to <laughs> listen to everybody's picks so well, in that case i'm putting the extended version of cotton eye joe on for the next extended episode. <laughs> oh yeah. i'm just kidding uh, yeah just we can kidding. get that uh the 10 hour version of the epic sax guy <laughs> there you go <laughs> imagine that that shuffles on at the start line and it's a 10 hour mix and you're, you're like ah. and you can't reach for your controls to skip past it oh wow that would be something i mean there should be some sort of fair play rules right like i think so like the corn <laughs> song is one thing but no absolute <laughs> trolling you know <laughs> All right, very good. Well, I think that wraps up episode 200 and whatever this, I said this was, 271. 71, I think, yeah. yeah. Um, we're all on the uh, on the social medias. Daryl, if people wanted to find you, how would they find you? Uh, Daryl underscore TTD. On all of the things, right? Yep. Roberto? I, I don't even care if somebody finds me on social media or not. So <laughs> if, you've, if you know where to find me, then cool. Um, <laughs> I apologize in advance, and if not, then then cool. Enjoy your day. <laughs> all right. Well, and I am at English Guy on all the places that matter and don't matter, because frankly, social media doesn't matter at all. But uh, 
Thanks for listening to this episode. Remember, it was made possible by funds provided by the National Endowment for the Arts, but please don't tell them because they think we're using the money to produce an opera. Mm-hmm. And uh, until next episode, keep running, stay safe. You'll the hear advice you can trust. Woo! Woo! Go challenge yourself. Woo!